It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Utah's Morning News with Tim Hughes and Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good morning, KSL News Time, 830. KSL's top story this hour. Our big winter storm moving east now, but uh, we have to deal with the cold left behind. That cold is really impacting our homeless population, which a new report says has a growing number of kids experiencing homelessness and needing services. KSL News Radio's Adam Small begins our team coverage. The new report by the Crossroads Urban Center found that the number of people from families with children that used emergency shelters went up 30% in the last year. Nearly 6,500 total people in that group utilized services, including nearly 900 children aged 6 or younger. The report also cites concerns with families being turned away from shelters at times, but state homeless coordinator Wayne Niederhauser says they've gone through great lengths to extend capacity for the winter. We came up with a plan where we would flex the shelters and have 120 beds in Mill Creek. It's more beds than we've ever had before. The organization is now encouraging state leaders to pursue things like increasing funding for affordable housing and improving access to child care for families coming out of homelessness. Adam Small, KSL News Radio. Well, we were just talking about this, but some families in Daybreak woke up without heat and temperatures in the low 20s yesterday. KSL News Radio's Mark Jackson reports. Several families, including the Marlowe's, say it never occurred to them that after massive snowfall hit their neighborhood, their furnace exhaust vents on the outside of their homes would be clogged, preventing any heat. I- I went outside and sure enough, they were completely blocked and I shoveled them off. And as soon as they were uncovered, I came back in the house and the heater kicked back on. Katie Marlowe tells KSL 5 they were all glad it was an easy fix that didn't require a service call. Mark Jackson, KSL News Radio. KSL Weather Now with Matt Johnson. Impressive snow totals across the Wasatch Front from our winter storm, with Tooele and Harriman both picking up two feet. This was most definitely a historic storm. For Salt Lake City Airport, we average about 10.7 inches on the entire month. This storm alone, 16.9 inches. So we beat the monthly average just within 24 hours. Wednesday, we hit 11.1 inches. That beat the old record in 1994 of 9.9. It was the second biggest February storm ever and the ninth biggest on the records ever for Salt Lake City. Mother Nature is overachieving this year. (laughs) Matt says we're not done yet with storms expected on Sunday and Tuesday. School district officials are adjusting schedules today because students and staff are still working digging out of their neighborhoods. KSL News Radio's Kate Davis continues our team coverage. Some neighborhoods are swamped with the white stuff this morning, leaving district officials with a decision of whether they should delay school or switch to remote. Ben Horsley with Granite School District says remote learning is a whole lot like a regular school day. Kids are expected to, to log into their respective classes and they'll get notification from their teachers either through uh, their online Canvas account or via email. Jordan and Tooele districts are also remote, along with a handful of charter schools. Some districts like Salt Lake and Weber are back up and running like normal. For a full list, check out kslnewsradio.com. Kate Davis, KSL News Radio. 
Eye on the Hill 2023, a bill to allow religious clothing in school sports has passed the Utah legislature. Details from KSL News Radio's Alessandra Harris. House Bill 163 is a follow-up to a resolution made last year, which will allow students to wear religious or modest clothing with their uniforms during school sports. It applies to any organization that uses public school facilities, including club sports. And if the garment must be a specific color or material to match uniforms, it must be provided by the school or the association itself. The bill passed unanimously in the state Senate with only one nay vote in the House and is now on its way to the governor. If he signs it, the new law will take effect on July 1st. All right, let's go back to Andy for some first look traffic. Yeah, we got a lot uh, happening today uh, with the extra slowdowns all along the uh, commute. I-15 still has problems going south through uh, Kaysville, northbounders in Midvale. We got that bunch of delays switching from I-80 to 20 and 201 to I-15 in South Salt Lake. Some extra slowing on the Foothill exit from an earlier crash, and I-80 still backed up just after Salterra crash. Been affecting that for most of the morning, Tim. KSL News Time 835. KSL's top national stories this hour. A year ago today, Russia's invasion of Ukraine began. This is file audio of ABC's Aaron Katursky, who arrived in Lviv, Ukraine, just after the invasion. President Zelensky of Ukraine made an appeal in Russian to Russians saying that Ukraine wants peace and it's not the aggressor that has been portrayed on Russian television in the last several days. It's not clear that Russians ever saw those words. ABC's M. Wynn says the tensions between the U.S. and Moscow have uh, escalated over the past year, including a new threat this morning. In a speech today, Vladimir Putin is again threatening to strengthen his nuclear arsenal after suspending participation in the nuclear arms treaty with the U.S., a decision President Biden calls a big mistake. The treaty limits the number of nuclear warheads among Russia and the U.S. and allows each country to inspect the other's arsenals. While in Poland, Biden met with Eastern European allies, reiterating support for Ukraine. At the same time, Putin was meeting with China's top diplomat amid concern that China could soon start providing weapons to Russia. Senator Mike Lee is calling for a slowdown in U.S. support for Ukraine until NATO allies pay more. Before we give another dime, before we give another penny, they they should make sure that, number one, they bring up their defense spending so that it Mm -hmm. equals or exceeds 2% of their GDP. Number two, they need to spend the same percentage of their GDP on the Ukraine conflict, as the United States did in 2022. It's not too much to ask. Senator Lee tells Fox News he differs from Senator Romney, who is advocating for ongoing Ukraine support and has pushed for the U.S. to send fighter jets to the ally. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.